Welcome everybody to the Of Saints and Sinners podcast, episode 43. We are 43 episodes in. We're about nine episodes away from saying that we can officially say that we've done this for a full year, although we've probably done this for more than that. Anyways, I am your host, the Deacon Dr. Dev. I am here with none other than Mr. Lord and Taylor himself, EJ in the flesh. What's up, what's up, what's up? How are you, brother? I am good. I am just very sick. Uh, not very sick, but just my allergies are raging at the mm, moment. Is that what you're calling so. it now? Uh, yeah <laughs> my man's been coughing up a storm <laughs> just right. his allergies i swear it's allergies right like i'm so scared to sneeze on the street <laughs> it's, like, it's like being a leper these days it is but we're coming to an end we're, we're getting i think we're getting close to a time when people can sneeze and you could just be like hmm, it's whatever yeah i remember saying that last year though but i think it's real this time yeah, I mean, especially now. Are you? Did you get your second dose yet? Tomorrow. Oh, see, you're well on your way. Yeah. Actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotta wait until I get back from uh, from vacation to actually get my second dose. So, fun times ahead. Looking forward to the second dose sickness. I know, yeah. Like I think I said last week, my boss gave me the day off the next day. So mm-hmm. hopefully, it lasts only a day because a couple of people said it lasted two to three days. This sickness. Oh, wow. So, but I like to think my body is really healthy and very strong. Mm-hmm. So, I, if if anything happens at all, I think that's the really unique thing about like the body, right? Like we can, no one's body ever reacts the same way to the same type of stimulus right and so we really don't know how it's going to impact us like you know your friends or your your colleagues said that it may be two to three days I had a colleague who got his second dose and he was just like yeah I was out of it for like a day and then I was right back on my feet ready to go and I was just like I was like I want that effect (laughs) or none at all actually so i'm trying to figure out is it is it mind over matter mind over body in this case but we will see um well let's just jump right on into it do you have a testimony or a confession for this week um i think it would be kind of boring i already shared this last week but it's not going to happen until Friday. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Friday. Like I said last week, I'm so ready for my credit to be handled. Good um, God. Yeah, yeah. It's like, literally, I cannot wait until Friday. That's amazing. Like, it's going to be zero. <laughs> you know, the point, had, are you going to are you going to get rid of your card? No, no, no. I'm just going to just uh, be more mindful mm-hmm. and just... Um, just try not to use it unless it's just like pay, buy something, pay it off, buy something, pay it off. I'm trying, you know, I'm gonna try to keep it under a thousand. Yeah. That's a, that's a good goal. Yeah. And it just keep, cause I have to use it to, you know, acquire credit, a credit score rather. Right. So, right. you know, 
So I'm just going to try to keep it under a thousand because where I got tripped up was 2019. I had three trips that year and then it just could not get down ever since then. Where'd you go? It was like local. I think I went to DC and then um, I mm-hmm. went to New Orleans. Oh and yeah. That's I, right. um, you did go to New Orleans. Yeah. And then um, uh, I was supposed to go to Miami, but I paid for it. Mm-hmm. But I did. I wound up not going, even though I made the money back up, but it was mm-hmm. on the credit card. Did so, you, when you went yeah. to, to New Orleans, did you go by yourself or? Not with forget. a couple of friends. Oh, yeah, okay. I went with a couple of friends. So it was dope. Um, you know, and then just all the spending after that, I just could never get my card down. It was yeah. really bad. Yeah. So I'm telling you, years, three years in the making. You know what always hit, hits me hard is like, all right, I, I always forget, like, they don't charge your hotel until after you stay Oh, there. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, you know, I'm thinking, like, all right, I'm good. I think I've managed, like, all my finances. And bam, it's like, here's a $1,000 charge from yeah. Marriott for staying yeah. there for three days. I was like, that's yeah. why. And it's crazy because I'm looking to go to Jamaica for my birthday. Mm. And it's like, after I just got the card down, <laughs> it's like, here we go. Yeah. But I, you know, they are they aren't going to take anything until I get there. So yeah. I'll have I'll have time from Friday until August to, you know, kind of chill out. Nice, so. nice. Yeah, future plans will have you messed up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Seriously. <laughs> oh man. Um. Well, that's good. I'm glad to hear uh, that that is going well, going in the direction that you wanted. Um, my testimony for this week is um i'm i'm glad to be alive yeah just one more day so last weekend my my girlfriend woke up right it was like saturday she gets up she goes into the living room she's like Devin, it smells like gas out here oh god and i was just like i was like what and it was weird because like typically like none of our windows were open or anything so like if you smell gas in the living room, you should be able to smell it like in your bedroom. And we didn't smell it in our bedroom. Um, and it's not like we have one of those doors where it's like sealed shut. Like it should have easily like been sl- like slipping underneath our door and, and coming into the bedroom for us to smell it. So anyways, call Con Ed and they were also like, yeah, okay, we'll send someone, we'll send someone over just, you know, leave the premises. Um, So we're like, okay, we go downstairs and we tell the doorman like, hey, you know, we have this heavy smell of gas in our apartment. Um, We called Con Ed, they're on their way. He's just like, oh yeah, um, they were here last night with the fire department. They couldn't figure out why. And I was just like, we slept through the fire department being here wow. i was just like okay that's kind of crazy they were so he was just like yeah you know that's fine um maintenance also knows they're supposed to be working on it today and figuring it out so it was like okay Conned guy comes he's in our apartment maintenance is in our apartment they're testing our our stove and they're like, yeah, we are getting some readings that, you know, there may be a leak. So they unplug our stove, they red tag it. It's like, all right. They were, but they were just like, yeah, we're also going to check the apartments above and below you. 
because yeah, we've yeah, also yeah. been getting some complaints from them from from like their floors so it's like all right cool so we just kind of went on about our day you know it was like all right the silver's unplugged there's nothing we can really do at this point so we went on about our day we went downtown came back maintenance was in the building was in the lobby and so i asked the guy i was like hey you know if you remember you were in my apartment earlier today like you know did you guys figure it out it turns out the people underneath us left their stove on all day yes and all night yeah no i was like yeah yo one spark Uh and this whole this whole thing could have been over because of gas now it would the fire would have went through their apartment and it would have came up into ours because the gas was like it was a pretty heavy smell. It wasn't like yeah, yeah, some yeah. like thing. Like even when we came, when we went downstairs, I don't know if it happened when we came back from downtown, but even when we came, um, when we got back in the elevator to go upstairs, um, the first time when Con Ed was here, like the gas was in the elevator, yo. So this yeah. thing was out of control. It was just, I mean... I, it just shows how your life can like be altered by something so minor. And, I mean, it's and, not a minor thing, but it's like a minor mistake. Yeah, and it, and it's like we would have had no control over that, right? Like it wasn't like it was it was in our apartment and we forgot to turn off the stove or something like that. It was literally just now nah, the person downstairs had it running all night and and. The fire department was here. They couldn't figure it out, so they left. Mind you, this person is still downstairs. Maybe, I don't even know if they were there. I forgot to ask them, like, well, were they home? Like, did they just, like, leave it on? And they've been out for, like, the last day and a half. Like, what's been going on? I don't know. It was just wild. So now I sleep. Now I make sure every night that at least one window is open to let out any any sort of fumes or anything that may be coming out of that stove or or from anyone's apartment just to make sure that it doesn't like stay in here and has somewhere to go yeah yeah yeah, sure 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 so i'm glad that didn't turn to anything yeah i've seen too many uh i've seen too many action movies where people leave the stoves on and then light a match to blow up a building and so yeah i'm paranoid now yeah, yeah, yeah. And luckily, I mean, we don't see any of those things happening. I've never heard of it in this area. So yeah, yeah. Not that, not that it couldn't, but like, that's just not a common thing to happen. Thank God. Mm. True. Also, another testimony, that same weekend, I kind of helped save a man's life. Kind of. Um, he was on a scooter. He went, we um, me and my girlfriend, we went over to get uh, pizza from Patsy's on the east side. Uh-huh. And um, while we were waiting, we just hear this loud crash. And it looked like this guy who was on his scooter got hit by another car that went. I don't know if the car ran the light or if the guy on the scooter had ran the light, you know, whatever happened. But, yeah, he got hit and he was just on the ground. Like, you know how you see like rabbits or any or like small animals like that 
when they get hit, they get into like this stunned, like stiff state. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like a state of shock. So he was looking like that. So, you know, I ran over. He was a I mean, there was no blood or anything. Looked like he still had all his limbs, but I called 911. That was my nice. contribution. <laughs> for his safety. <laughs> for his safety. <laughs> yeah, it looked like they just carted him off and sent him on to the hospital. So but it was it was crazy because like you just heard this loud like boom. And everyone's just looking around like, what the hell was that? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so you see, so, you know, I looked into the crosswalk and all I saw was this guy. I, I couldn't really see his face or anything. So, at, and like, at that point, it was just like, dang, maybe his, his whole thing could be cracked open, you know? So yeah, that was the, yeah. that was the only like nerve, like, that was the only thing that was making me nervous about going across the street. It's like, I don't want to see like brains hanging out of this man's face, you know? Um, so, but luckily, fortunately, it looked like all he had were maybe some scars and maybe a little bit of shock. So yeah, those are my, those are my two testimonies for this week. Can I just, can I just say bikers and scooter riders, whatever you call them, mm-hmm. they made me so anxious in the street. Yeah, motorist. I think that's what they're called. They'd be called motorists too. Motorists. Hmm. Yeah, they. I. I mean, I've ridden bikes here in the city um, pretty recently, and like, I've never been one to really enjoy riding my bike on the streets like that. Um, there's just you. You just have to be hyper focused on the fact that you are on the road. And, and anything really can happen. And there's nothing really protecting you except oh. your helmet, right? And that's even if people, that's even if you're wearing a helmet, <laughs> which most right, people right. don't. So, you know, that it, it is definitely scary. Like, especially if you're riding on, if the bike lane is on the side where the buses are, that could get that could get a little nerve wracking, you know. Uh-huh. You got cars pulling out from parking spots. You know, you really just have to be vigilant about, you know, and even for walkers, pedestrians. Yeah, you gotta watch out for for pedestrians who are crossing the street. Because I know for myself, I'm still not used to having a lot of bike lanes in the right, city, right, right. particularly. Right in like areas like Times Square, you know, around Madison Square Garden. I'm just like, why are these bike lanes even here? Because I'm not even, I'm not focusing on them. (laughs) I'm just, I'm just trying not to get hit by cars, you know, but those bikes are just as deadly. Yeah, yeah, they definitely are. Because you could, you could fall the wrong way. Yep. It's over. There was, a, I think there was a woman maybe three or four years ago. Well, let's see, damn, it's, two, it's 2021 now. So three years ago would have been, what, 2018? So it was either, yeah, 2018 or 2017. This woman, and she was like, she was like a high up at, I think, at CBS. She was running in the park or she was crossing the street in the park. And this uh-huh. bicyclist he just came i mean he was flying 
and he hit her, he clipped her, she went into a coma, and I don't think she ever came out of it. Wow. So, from from a from a biker. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, no. Yes. Uh, so <sighs> especially the worst is when they're going the wrong way. Like, yeah, yeah. It's like even when I account for the fact that there is a bike lane, right? I will look in the direction that they're supposed to be coming from because they're supposed to follow the same flow of traffic as the cars. But then there are some who go in the opposite directions, and I'm just like you were completely defeating the purpose of having the bike lane. Right, right, right. Like, I shouldn't have to be worried that you're going to be coming from my from my left when all the cars and all the vehicles are supposed to be coming from my right. And then got the nerve to be going fast. Going fast and then yelling at you for not paying attention. It's a bike lane! Get out of here. It's all right. Enough. Well, enough of those people. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll move on to the main part of this service. Um, so this week was a little fun, I guess, uh, in terms of things that happened, things that we were paying attention to. Um, first thing we'll talk about is Steve Harvey. Very controversial figure for for many in our community. Uh-huh. If you're part of the church going folk, especially your older generation, you grew up on, or either you grew up on, uh, on Kings of Comedy and Steve Harvey Show, etc., and you either really enjoyed it or you really hated it. You you either you may have even read some of his books. Or uh-huh. I, I think he's only written one book, but. Was it? Uh, yeah, several. There's a couple of movies. There's a, yeah, he has a couple of movies that originated from the book. Uh, was it "Act Like a Woman, Think Like a Man"? Well, uh, that, yeah, that was the book title. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, anyways, an old clip of him in an interview. I don't know. I don't even know if this interview aired or not. But an old clip resurfaced, and it's basically him explaining why he can't have women friends and he explains to the host who is a woman and he says basically that all men who have women friends you're either friends because you made it exceptionally clear to him that that you are in the friend zone and there's no way of you coming out or he's just biding his time for a chink in the armor so he can actually get some. Found it. I mean, I've heard those those logics for extremely long periods of time, but I can't see that he doesn't, I, I don't believe that he doesn't have women friends like i don't i don't see how you can be a man in this world and not have at least one woman friend right right maybe he means i think maybe the women he has in his life are like he would consider them family not actual family but mm. like like this is my sis like we go back together like he 
or not Cheryl Underwood, but like another comic who's a woman. Yeah, I, was, I, feel like- I mean, I was thinking, um, what's her name from the Parkers? Um, Monique. Oh, Monique. Oh, oh, really? Well, I, I say that because they basically came up during the same period, during the same time. Oh, so you're talking about like pre-Fallout? Yes, yes. Pre-Fallout. Oh. Like, you know what I feel like? I feel like he's talking about like not beautiful women because I don't want to say that. I think he's talking about a certain type of woman he can't be friends with. I mean, that that may also be true too, right? Um, but That's what, what you, I really think. What do, you, what do you think about that? Do you think men can have women friends that are platonic? Yeah, of course. I mean, we, I mean, we're younger. So I, I think he's from a different generation where it's like, you know, men and women did kind of grow up separate. Like guys hang out together mm-hmm. and, and girls hang out together and guys and girls. And like, there's no way you could hang together with a girl and nothing, nothing be happening. And, you know, mm-hmm. like even when I was growing up, it was like, you know, if, if a in a conservative hetero world, if a guy and a girl are hanging a lot, it's like, oh, what's that about? And it's right, just like, right. yo, what are you like? What are you? T- oh, like it's something on the horizon. Like, what are you talking about? So, like, that would just always be a thing when you saw two people together. Mm-hmm. So, I, I don't know. I just think he's from a different generation. I think if he really feels that way, then that's kind of weird. But I do know, and like you said, you've seen that too. I know guys that will just kind of stay in the friend zone and just wait and wait and wait and wait until something cracks. I have been that guy. Wow. (laughs) Admittedly, admittedly, I have been that guy. Um, Now, that being said, I do have women friends, like Mm -hmm. women friends that... I am completely platonic with and have never had a a thought about in a in a sexual manner or any sort of romantic manner. Are they and, baddies though? Are they baddies? I mean like are, are they just someone you would never look at? I think my question is have, have do you have a female friend who mm-hmm. is like a tr- like? I'm not gonna say it's people are ugly out here, but I'm just saying like that's like your type that could work for you, mm-hmm. but you but you never thought of it that way. Because my thing is, of course, you have a female friend who ain't hot, mm-hmm. who's not attractive to you. That's I think that's why I think he I would want him to be a little more clear about what kind of women he can't be friends with. Right, right. I mean, I think I had. I had one, there was only one person that I can think of in recent years, maybe, no, two, maybe, yeah, two or three, no, just two, I'm going to say, I'm going to leave it at two, that, who, while I, I considered them, like, an attractive person, I didn't think, my, my thoughts were not, yo, you know what, let me just, waited out and I'm going to hang out with them until there's an opportunity for me to get in there. It was always just like, nah, you're just a chill person and, and we're cool. Um, and so I'm just thinking like more recently, I'm sure like in high school it was probably way more because 
high school was so different for me. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, I think, I think it's completely possible for men and women to be friends. Like, I think it, it all comes down to how you actually view women. Like, if yeah. you're the type of man, if you're the type of man that really just thinks, you know, women are are there for you to to for your sexual kind of like invitations or like for your sexual dealings then yeah I think it does become tricky for you to have women friends regardless of of like what the what your what regardless of their of how bad they are like you there men have been attracted to women on who are like considered the most beautiful as well as like some of the ugliest women in the world like or I should I should say least attractive um I don't think that has actually much to do with it I think it has more to do with the fact of how you view women more than it does uh how how attractive they are on any given like scale of attractiveness so but I think that, like I said, I think it's more of a maturity thing. Like you have to really be just like soliding yourself to be to be like, no, I'm. She's cool. Yeah, she's beautiful. But I'm not trying to cross certain boundaries. And he's clearly not that kind of person. Like he, I'm no. not saying he's. I'm not saying he's a loose cannon. I just feel that he has made many jokes about just being around, and I, they weren't harassment jokes it was literally like how you know he just loves women being around beautiful I, I just think he's the kind of guy from a certain time that he just cannot it that would be weird for him like i said yeah. before like like guys hang out with guys you play cards play ball whatever like you weren't really hanging out with women like that like guys like that like it just wasn't like that in his day that's how i feel yeah yeah and, and uh, it, you know now nowadays we just a little more free in that way like we can just we can go to movies with a, a girl and that'd be, that'd be like your friend. Yeah. And, and that'd be the end of it. You, that really would. And it's just like, we just have a different mind, mentality these days, mm-hmm. you know, ge- and gender roles are different. And with that, the way we communicate as people are going to be different. Right. That's, you know, I'm always talking about like, you know, when I was growing up, it's like in the pressure from people about go talk to that one, go talk to her. That's, that's the, that's how he grew up. I know it. So it's just like, how can I ever just be a friend with a girl? Right, like, no, right. I, need to, I need to always be on the hunt. So how, if I'm always on the hunt and I can never just be a platonic friend, how can I ever just sit down and be friends? We just, you know, how can I have that friendly relationship mm-hmm. with a woman? And also you like men, you need, you need women friends. Like they, you, you can learn a lot from, from your women friends about being empathetic about uh, how to handle your own business and your, like your own affairs. Like women out here are, they're getting their shit done, getting their shit together. And I think it's more of a value add than it is, I guess, uh, a detraction from your life to be just friends with this woman, right? Like there should never, you you shouldn't always have to feel that you need to be on like some sexual conquest with every woman that you're that you're dealing with 
Uh, yeah, but unfortunately, a lot of guys think that way. And sometimes a lot of women, I guess, you know, I can imagine how many women, you know, they can't imagine or fathom a guy being friends with them. They're always like, oh, okay, what do I need to do? Yeah, and that's true. There, there are there are definitely women who think that way too. Yeah, it's like, where is this going? <laughs> like, what do I need to give for this? So you know. Yeah, but I think they're they're. If you had to poll, if you had to poll women and men over whether or not they can be friends with the opposite sex, you're going to get far more women saying yes, they can, versus men saying yes. Right, right, right. You know, so well. Hopefully, ladies, gentlemen, you have friends, regardless of their gender, regardless of how they identify, that you can trust and that you can rely on. That's really what what friendship is there for. Uh Well, next up, thank God the CDC has updated their guidelines. You can all breathe fresh air in small groups <laughs> and yeah. be outside. I thought the CDC guidelines were a little weird, to be honest. Like Now or at first? Now, the ones that they released recently Today. when they were like, yeah. so basically, yeah, you if you're fully vaccinated, you can go outside with no mask on. But I'm like, I know before I, I was vaccinated, I was going on, I was going outside. I had my mask, but it wasn't necessarily on. Uh-huh, so uh-huh. like, how are you going to tell who is fully vaccinated and who isn't like, or, and each state has like their own little variation on this stuff too, right? Like, I think in Tennessee, they, the governor there was just like, it's time for weddings, proms, and like big football gatherings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, you know, whereas in New York, they're probably like, look, go outside. You can be in small groups, et cetera, et cetera. But I think once you open up the floodgates, it's kind of, it's going to be hard to, to close those. It's funny because like last summer when it got warm, I was not wearing this thing outside. And I like made it a point not to. First of all, I, I'm just I can't breathe with it on. Then it's hot. I'm sweating. Mm. So I, I didn't wear it. I know a lot of people who did not wear it. It's I, I'm kind of like, what is the difference outside? Well, being outside, you know, you get the UV rays automatically pretty much kill the virus, right? So if you're outside, especially during the day, like nothing's really you're, you're less likely to contract it. Also, if you're outside, the, the virus itself is not just circulating in one small space, right? Like say someone's like, it comes out in someone's saliva or whatever it is, it can, it, there's got way more places, more places to, to go, go than right, just right. into your lungs or being recirculated in one small confined area. So that's why they were saying like, outdoor dining is fine. like being outside even last year they were saying like you know you don't you know unless if you're doing like heavy exercise while they were recommended that you did do wear a mask outside it wasn't like I don't think it was like an enforced thing you know what I mean like whereas being inside it was no wear your mask at all times because we don't know what's going on you know um Mm -hmm. but if you were outside they couldn't stop you from they they couldn't 
what are they going to do? You know, so. And I've well, been I outside mean, I, many a time and so far, so good. So far, so good. Yeah. I mean, all of last summer. And, mm-hmm. um, it's, it's whatever at this point. Um, I, mean, I know I significantly, significantly for an amount of time last summer, I almost wasn't even wearing it on the train. Oh, you wildin'. Yeah, now I don't. Now I put it down. Like, and no. that's exactly why you got coronavirus. All right. No, I, I got it from somebody. Oh. But, um, no, no, no. It's not like that. You got to tell who. It's not like that. <laughs> but but I, I did get it from somebody. But no, I. Yeah. So I don't know. I think it's cool, though. It seemed like a step in the right direction. Um. You know, I don't know if you heard. Um, they're gonna start seating people at bars now. Um, you can get drinks without getting food now. Yes, I, that I did see, and I'm very excited about that. Yeah, yeah, because I just went to Cantina. I had to get a nasty quesadilla. Like, I, you know, I when I lived in when I was in China, they had they had this area. I think it was called San Lituar. And it was like this bar area. It's like where all the foreigners hung out. And I feel like, and maybe this, it was like the bar area. So people were kind of like drinking outside a little bit. Um, even when I was in Taiwan, like people would drink outside of like the, the 7-Elevens and they would be on the street, like not drunk. Well, some of them were drunk, drunk. But like, it was, it was kind of like a unwritten rule that as long as you stayed in certain areas, and you didn't bother anybody like it was okay to like drink outside and you know I feel like we it would be really nice to have something like that here in New York like an area that was like that but we don't but at the beginning of last year when they were just serving the I mean beginning of summer last year when they were just serving the drinks like and you could go take your drink to go I was like this is the life like this is this is freedom. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was so cool when they were doing that here, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, it, it reminded me of, like, New Orleans a little bit. Yeah. Like, so. I mean, I loved it. I, w- I wish I had, I wish I had gone downtown more, more times to do yeah. that than staying up here to do it. But, like, yeah, I would love if we had, like, a little... I mean, there are areas that are kind of like that. Like, I'm sure you could go down to the Lower East Side and oh yeah, yeah it would be hella lit to do that. Um, even by, like, um, Brooklyn Bridge Park, like... Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm sure they're doing that. That would be perfect area. Same thing with, like, South Street Seaport over there. There's, like, an out there... There is an outdoor bar area that used to be open. I don't know if they're going to do it this year, this summer, but... That spot was high. Um, yeah, I'm excited for rooftop bars. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm sure not going to have any day parties this year, though. Very unless unless they very limited uh, capacity. Yeah, my friend who hosts her own day party. Shout out to Taylor and Rum and Poom Poom Shorts here in New York. She she hosted it a few times last year. Um, mm-hmm. it was limited capacity, but the people that did go, it looked like they had a good time still. 
you know, it was like more, it was more, I think it was more of a brunch affair. So like people would come, they would show up, they would eat and also get to like dance and all that stuff. So, and I think they had like the sections were cornered off, were quartered off. So it could happen. If there's a will, there is a way. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. I think we're getting there slowly. Mm-hmm. Slowly but surely. I want to, I'm, I'm going to St. Croix next week. Oh, that's so dope. So I'll be excited to see kind of like, I don't know if it'll carry over on the island. Like we had to get tested to get there first. I'm like, my submission is being reviewed right now. Um, but I'm excited to like get to the beach. I'm interested to see kind of one. I've never, I don't think I've ever been to St. Croix, but so this may be a first. Um, it's just you and her going, yeah, yeah. It's just the two of us, we're going on our own. Um, Very nice. I, I've been to one of the to one of the Virgin Islands, one of the U.S. Virgin Islands on a cruise, but I don't know which one it was. I can't remember if it was St. Thomas or St. Croix I think it was St. Thomas but yeah so we'll be doing that next week I'll be I'll be out of the office so yeah that's a good actual update for our listeners (laughs) don't expect an episode next week (laughs) because I will be on the beach sipping margaritas rum punches carrying on all that good stuff um yeah so that'll that'll be a nice little summer kickoff and then I'm going to start back up my hikes with my uh, with my hiking crew on the 15th, which will be oh, nice. nice. Yeah, I got to get back in shape, man. I want to I want to get back to the gym. Like there's just so many things that I feel like we missed out on in 2020. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And I just want to get back on that. So excited for it. Yeah, yeah, I can't wait to hear all about it. You have to give us a little testimony. Yeah, for sure. Of the trip. I will. I absolutely will. Maybe I will have, uh, I don't know, caught a fish with my bare hands or something. I don't know. Well, we'll get right into our saints and sinners of the week. Uh, We'll start off with our center. Uh So this story comes from us comes to us from Japan, the island, the, the land of the rising sun. So this man, his 39-year-old man, was caught for a fraud, a con that he was committing. This man had 30-plus girlfriends, and he gave them all different dates for his birthdays in order for <laughs> him to get a new, to get a gift on each of these days. Now, I put him here as center because conventionally, that's just not, that's not nice. Right. Morally. Yes. Morally oh, reprehensible. Yeah. Uh-huh. However, yeah. very practical. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I, I think I read the girl that was suing him. Yeah, yeah. They're I'm suing him. Like, how, well, on what grounds? What, lying? <laughs> I mean, it's Japanese law, so... I'm sure there's a way that he could that they can fix it. They can, or they they can make it seem that it was a con, which it was in a sense, right? Like 
he got them to basically buy him stuff on on the pretense of a lie right yeah but that's just like that's any relationship (laughs) do you think relationships are all lies and um, a lot of them are (laughs) a lot of them are well no well yes i i'm standing by what i'm saying Mm -hmm. but and i i don't agree with what he did but i don't think that's grounds to sue you who lie if you know (laughs) people will be sued if they if if of, of you know they got served for lying right right i don't know it's like you can lie people lie all the time in relationships that reminds me i don't know why this reminds me of the of the boondocks when uh grandpa was telling huey that he needed to learn to lie to white people oh yeah 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 <laughs> he's just like he's like you better learn to lie like me i'm about to go yeah. find me a white man and lie to him right now right 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 <laughs> Yeah, like it just seems that's just so. Oh my god, it's like, and for having okay other girlfriends, like, bruh, are you kidding me? Listen, men, men and women do that all the time. Yes, they yeah. do. They, they, we do, we do. Um, not to that level, but maybe not to this level. But I don't know. I don't know. I it, it'll be interesting. I mean, granted, we're probably never going to hear anything about this story after this. But how's it going to get thrown out? maybe i got got played you know the thing is the the thing is in a lot of countries i don't know if japan is like this but the burden of proof is really on the defendant to prove that they're innocent whereas in america it's on like the prosecutors and the state to prove that the, the defendant is guilty so like if he's he's been caught in this in this fraud right and these women have all come out and said like no he did this he did this he did this and they're already arresting you pretty much the state is saying like we believe that there are grounds here to arrest you and whatever the consequences are the consequences may be you know um but if you really feel that you are not guilty of this then you had to prove to the courts that you're not guilty of it. So, you know, they're suing because they already feel like they had the ground. They may feel, they may sue because they already feel like they had the grounds to win. This isn't like America where people just sue on the hopes that they'll win, (laughs) you know? Um, Wasting people's time. Right, right. Granted, I don't, I know, I know Jack about, Japanese law so who knows he may get lucky he may have a really really good lawyer he may himself have a law degree and he could talk himself right out of it just like he right. talked them women into buying them stuff right 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 yeah. <laughs> so, he might be that good I just can't see I'm not sure how the tax dollars work in Japan but I can just see I can't see a judge like even wasting this time yeah like Ellis is gonna be on some like Judge Judy type mess right but Right. Yeah, this is this is like okay, yeah, I got played and get over it. Well, our next saint is one that we can all agree on. Well, I'll say mostly all of us cuz some of y'all <laughs> but we're going to give it to in honor of Mother's Day. We're going to give it to all of the mothers that birthed us, loved us nurtured us whether you're biological or not um 
just all the women who have played that role in not just in our lives but any of our listeners lives we encourage you to go get cards for these people at least at a minimum fellas ladies please do that always honor your mother especially if you have a really good relationship with them um yeah any anything you want to say special to your mom yeah I mean you know my mom really helped me out um when I won't say times got rough I just you know I lost for a few months I lost half of my income from one of my jobs and she kind of stepped in to help me a little bit so I thought Mm -hmm. that was just really stellar I'm trying to figure out what to get for her for Mother's Day but it's like what do you get when you've gotten them everything (laughs) <laughs> right there's you always know, like, something I, to get them <laughs> yeah but it's, I, I just feel like i don't know i just don't know where else to I, i'll think about it but it's like we've done the dinners I've, we've done shows i've done bags i've done jewelry i've done this and that it's just like what else can you do so i'll think about it because i like to be original mm. so you know I've, I've done so many things for the christmases and birthdays so i, I mean We'll see. But I mean, I definitely appreciate her for what she did this time around. You know, I'm her only son. So, yeah. Yeah. And I will say to my mom, uh, thank you so much for being such a lovely woman. Uh, Thank you for praying over me and for sacrificing for all the things that you've done over the years. Um, I I pray for your health and I pray for your wealth. yeah, that's what I'm going to leave it at. Um, but to your point about gifts, original gifts, like doing that every year, I find it so challenging because you're right. Like, yes, there, there's, you could probably, I could probably think of like a million things if, if you give me time for it, right? But like, I don't know. Sometimes I'm just like, I'm so hesitant because I'm just like, my mom's picky. Like, I don't know if she's really going to like this. Like, I know I would like this. It's something that I would like to do, but I don't know if she's really going to be into this. Right. And so like, I try to keep it simple. Like, honestly, most of the time they just want you to spend time with them. (laughs) Uh uh Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Take them to a take them to a nice restaurant. Here's the thing: nice restaurants. Restaurants are always popping up, right? So you can take them to new ones. But I find like if you treat them to a restaurant that they already like, like one that that maybe they haven't gone to in a while, but they've always liked it and always enjoyed it, they're good on that, you know. So. Or maybe you can try your hand at cooking them a dinner or a lunch. Nope. I'll be what? like that little gas thing in your house. Why not? I'll have a little gas leak like in your apartment. <laughs> a mess. You're just following instructions. No, 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 no. no wow. No. Did you oh have a God. bad experience trying to cook something? No, I, I'm just a little impatient and uh, I get frustrated okay. kind of easily. So I couldn't imagine putting all that work in and then failing. Oh, okay. Got it. it. But, you know, I'll do what I can. Yeah, do what you can. Do what you will. Um, All right, everybody. As we said, next week, you will not hear from us, but expect one the following week. Uh, We look forward to 
Mother's Day. I'm looking forward to my vacation. But follow us on Instagram and all of our socials on Instagram. You can find us at Of Saints and Sinners Podcast. On Twitter, you can find us at Of Saints Center Pod. Um, follow EJ at Lord and Tailored. And follow me at King underscore of underscore D underscore Hill on Instagram. We'll talk to y'all later. Peace. Peace, 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 peace.